0: Hello, friends. Welcome to a bonus episode of the Lots on Hawks podcast. I am your host, Brad Rowland, coming to you on a Wednesday. And this is going to be a bit of bonus audio for some context. Of course, if you missed it, I recorded an emergency podcast on Tuesday evening after the dismissal of Nick McMillan as the Hawks head coach with all of my reactions instantly to that move and all the associated fallout with that Part of that was that Landry Fields is speaking to the media on this Wednesday morning, and I'll have more on this in terms of my own reactions to his comments and some context later on, but I wanted to go ahead and get up the audio from that interview. So this is Landry Fields talking to the media on Wednesday for about 20 minutes or so, uh, context-free, just going to hear questions and answers here, and then we'll have more on this later on as well. I will have an interview that I did with my friend Chris Manning of Locked On Cavs about the Hawks-Cavs game on Friday. So plenty of stuff coming on the feed in the next day or two. So please subscribe to the podcast. And without any further delay, here's that unedited audio between Landry Fields and the media on Wednesday.
1: I hope it's obvious, but obviously these these decisions are are never easy. Um, A lot of thought went into it, you know, a lot of conversations and um, it's something that we've obviously arrived to today. And... I just first and foremost want to say thank you to Nate. He has done an incredible job for us, taking over as interim after Lloyd Pierce, getting us to the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, the Van has over 750 wins in his career. That is an unbelievable achievement for him. Just getting to know him over the past few years, the amount of respect and honor that that man has, um, even in hearing the news, is something that... Uh, I, I'm honored to say that I, I was I was glad to have worked with him here. But uh as of late, um my pulse and my read on this team and the changes that we're making and the things that we want to implement, felt like this was the the time to make a change. And um that was a sense that I've gotten, something that I've read on and this was uh this was my decision. And it's something that um I don't just put on Nate. I absolutely believe that no matter who is in that lead role that voice has got to be partially who they are but also just with our players and the accountability that they must have at the end of the day they have got to um they've got to own their stuff they got to own their roles and their own professional habits take accountability towards one another it can't just always be on the coach but i do believe that uh there was slippage and there was um this was an area that we, we needed to address in order for us to continue to build out how we want to build out here in Atlanta. So just want to start off by, by saying that.
0: Um, I'm just kind of curious when was, I guess the first read of now is the
1: time to make a change. And how long ago did you start kind of taking a look at this decision? Yeah, it's, uh, it's been on my radar, honestly, for the, probably the last month or so. Um, you never want to put too much stock into, into any one or two particular games, but you know, Charlotte, uh, at Charlotte and the Knicks game were, were definitely, uh, strong indicators for me, uh, and just getting a sense of, uh, of our players and, um, you know, it was something that, uh, I wanted to make sure to, to wait, until um, yesterday to do it. I didn't want to be, I didn't want to have any distractions. With, uh, with people while they were on break. And I also wanted to make sure that I did this face-to-face with Nate, and that was the time that we were going to be able to chat was yesterday. So that's when.
0: Um, there were, of course, reports that Nate was trying to resign earlier in the season. I'm curious why maybe that wasn't taken into account earlier with maybe him moving on a little bit sooner as opposed to waiting till now.
1: Um, he never expressed that to me. Um, if he expressed that somewhere else that would be something, be a question for him so um, no, I, that's not something that was to me from him
0: What sort of timeline do you have? Is there a possibility that you bring somebody in before the end of the regular season?
1: Uh, yes, there is um, I have mentioned uh, that us you know, mentioned to our group here like we are immediately and aggressively looking at other candidates and that could be uh, before the season ends, that could be the summer, but we're trying to get a jump on it. What are you looking
0: for, just in terms of a new team today, and kind of what you want to bring to this organization?
1: Yeah, well, it always starts with a shared vision, and I always simplify that as being a championship-caliber franchise. <laughs> and that's not just with our goals; that's our day-in and day-out approach. Uh, character is something that is going to be high on our list, and I, you know, it's a big, broad word, but for us. Uh, Having a great degree of emotional intelligence, being able to connect not just with staff members, but also with players is going to be high on the list. Um, Somebody that is able and willing to hold the line. Um, Accountability is huge for us. Uh, And then at the end of the day, has a strong emphasis on development. That is something that we will be um, making sure is, is part of our priorities here with Atlanta. So those would be some to start
2: the, the Trey or any other player have a role in this decision? And would they be, have any voice in the
1: new coach? They did not have any role in this decision, but would not ever go to players on something like this. This was solely my decision uh, at the end of the day. Uh, as far as um, you know, a new candidate, to me our, our objectives and our values are clear, and they players fall in line with those as well. So um, don't necessarily need their, their feedback on, on who that will be.
2: When, when you said in, in, in the statement released by the team yesterday that if you felt it was time for a new voice, to what extent is that um, uh, you feel a need for a new message or a need that, that a voice that the players will heed to, that, that they'll actually have, yeah. more, have, the, have the players lost attention?
1: For sure, no, it's, it's probably a little bit of both, like from the messaging standpoint, just how the game is communicated, um, you know, how, what's expected of them just in their own roles is something that's important. Uh, and then just uh, being able to connect with, uh, with whoever that is next. Have you had a chance yet to speak to any other players or, or
2: meet with the guys and let them know?
1: Yeah, so we've met uh, with the players, with the, with the coaches that are still on staff, uh, with the entire staff in, in basketball operations, uh, connected individually with the players yesterday. Connected individually with the coaches, wanted them to to hear our expectations and uh, for us moving forward, what that's going to look like. How big of a quality is uh, motivation from a head coach that, that you want? Is that something that you potentially saw as, as lacking towards the end of Nate's time here? Yeah, absolutely. Motivation is going to be crucial, and that can come out come about a number of ways. And absolutely hoping that this next candidate, whoever they are, that uh, that they're able to do that.
2: Do you have a number one, number one candidate in mind
1: right now? We have a, uh, a pool of coaches that we're looking at right now.
2: Have you already started that process of, of
1: speaking with them? We have.
2: Where um, we're reporting that you're, you are looking possibly to bring in Quinn Snyder during the season, can you either confirm or deny that? Or-
1: yes, Quinn is a part of that pool. Um, and that's that's something that we would consider for sure does the fact that
2: he's available make it is that a factor make it
1: easier? um it's a factor in the sense that uh i feel comfortable mentioning his name but there's other candidates that i don't want to mention because they're part of other teams and that i want to honor them and make sure i'm respectful of other teams in their whole process with their guys
0: there's some parallels between when Lloyd was let go, and of course now with Coach McMillan, I'm, I'm curious how much power these coaches will have with holding not just the, the rest of the team accountable,
1: but also, you know, training on Yeah, so um, there's 23 games left, and our objectives haven't changed, and I've communicated that with everyone, that our goal is to be a playoff team. Now, that is something how we go about that. I expect everyone to give it their all and absolutely put their best foot forward. And I've told our coaches that you are empowered to to do what you need to do to win ball games. However, I can be supportive during this process, um, I will do, but you know, the mandate is very clear.
2: And this is always tough. I know you referenced it. Everybody and players share responsibility. Have you uh, and Tony discerned in your mind what percentage, at all, of what's happened the last two years is on was on me? and how, what percentage is on the players themselves, the core, the chemistry, whatever? Because I know that's difficult when you're in that position.
1: Yeah, and uh, no, I to to chart that as any percentage one way or the other is not something that I've. Chatted about with Tony. Um, for us, it's it's clear across the board. Like when there is something that needs to be addressed, I will address that. Whether it's with coaches, whether it's with players, and we've done that, and that's what we continue to do. Um, so yeah. I guess I guess an
2: easier way to ask the question is, how much better do you think you guys really are? Can't
1: be? I believe we can get a lot better. I think that this is an, a very talented roster and um looking at our record like it's, it's not acceptable with what i believe this roster can be so that's why we're, we're trying to make a change to level up
2: when you say a lot better i mean like top four top six of these, what i mean is there, what, what does that look like i would hope so
1: in time if we're going to be a championship caliber franchise then we need to start we need to start leveling up and getting there
2: i'm sorry i meant like right now as you
1: I mean, it's it's tough to say, right? I I there's a belief, like to definitively say we are this team. I don't think it's fair to this organization. I don't think it's fair to the players. But I will instill a strong belief in them that you absolutely can be this.
2: You were you were asked about Trey earlier. This is two head coaches now that he has clashed with on, on some level. Mm-hmm. Um, how big of a concern is that to you and Tony in the organization?
1: Um. You know, whenever you see that in the past, those are definitely areas that you want to maintain a focus on. But for us, it's not, it's not a huge concern. And to place any emphasis on Trey in these matters is just totally unfair to him, in my opinion. Do
2: you think he bears a bigger responsibility because he's the highest profile player?
1: He does. The and I've, player. Yeah, and I've, and I've communicated that with him. Um, He understands what position he's in on the team. He understands where he needs to grow, uh, and that's consistent with us being a development culture and wanting to be more of that. It's about support, and it's also about challenge, and those conversations have to be had. We're very clear with him on what we want him and need him to grow in.
2: Kind of along those lines, do you you see him and maybe the mix of players or whatever at all or some things that have gone on here off the court? It's multiple. Questions obviously being maybe a, a deterrent for some t- potential coaching candidates wanting this job.
1: So, I look at this organization in its totality, and I see a lot of potential. And I can see where, for any candidate, I would be looking at the talent that's on this team. I would be looking at our ownership group. I would be looking at this city and the fan base that we have. I think it's an incredible organization to come into um, my communication with them on what our vision and our goals are, I think would be made clear. And I think that all that does speak for themselves, regardless of opinions outside of the matter. I do believe that we have a lot to offer.
2: The last time uh, this uh, team had a interim coach, it, it, it took off. Uh, uh, is there, and of course, Make became a full-time. Sure. Uh, have you had any conversation with Joe as to what role he would have in the interview process? And is that, a posi- is, is that even a, a, a consideration for you? That I could have?
1: The only thing that I've spoken with Joe about right now is to focus on the task at hand. I'm, I'm putting them in positions that are, that are challenging. To do this right now, um, sort of so last minute, like there's enough on Joe's plate. To, to focus on this team, make sure that however long he's sitting in that interim seat, um, he's supported and does the best he can do. So that's been my my communication with him. Just focus on the task at hand, and we'll cover everything else later.
0: How do you see uh, his previous experience in an interim role benefiting him this time around?
1: I think it's helped. I think it, I think it does help. Um, it's not <laughs> it's not a reason as to why we made a decision at all, but. Uh, it's just something where, yeah, you've been in this position for so you don't understand what that has been like. And, you know, from my reference, he did a pretty good job.
2: i got another trade question. How important is it going to be for the new coach to get along with trade? That's something that are going to talk to the new guy about. Say, look, this is a very important relationship. We want to make sure that you can get along with our, our top guy.
1: Yeah, uh, whoever this person is, guy or gal, uh, it's going to be important for them to have um, a respectable relationship with each other. Trey towards them, them towards Trey, and them towards anybody. Like, I, I know we're, we're focusing a lot on Trey right now, but uh, there's multiple players on this team that are all very core to what we're doing. And um, I get it, Jeff, for sure. Like He is the guy that sits in that spot. Um, he's an unbelievable talent. So uh, we expect more out of him for sure.
2: Was that part of the reason Nate was removed? His relationship with the trade, was that part of it?
1: No, I think that at the end of the day, it came down to how all players were responding to to his voice. And I just didn't see it. uh, I didn't see the trajectory going anywhere that was going to be beneficial for us.
2: When uh, Travis stepped down, obviously you became a top person in basketball ops. Have you had any conversations with Tony at all in terms of his plan to bring in another top executive, either above you or adjacent
1: to you at all, um, we've had conversations, but those are going to be conversations that we hit, you know, at more length after the season.
2: So, it's possible that the coach would be hired without another person in place just just sort
1: of. uh I mean, yeah, that is something that. You know, more of a question for Tony than for me. Sure, can you
2: get him here? that
1: great. Yeah, I'll just tell him real quick. You, know. okay.
2: uh,
0: you have Kyle as your assistant GM. In the last decade, you've played for a lot of the assistant coaches that are up for like, head coaching gigs in the near future. Do you lean on his experience having played for some of these
1: people? I do. I do. Kyle's an incredibly smart, um, you know, value-driven person, and his his feedback uh has been incredible and um not just the fact that he's been a player but the people that he knows is just his vision of the game his vision of how things can run uh he's a great partner in this so i've leaned on him a lot for sure Did you say you don't expect money to be a run block
2: if
0: you are and for a guy like quinn
1: or something do you feel like everything's gonna be good financial oh yeah i do i do I. This organization wants to win. Our ownership group wants to win. We have all the resources in place to make good, sound decisions.
2: Is there anywhere to quantify how many, because you guys are entering a situation after the season, as you know, you, you do have your draft pick this year, but limited number after that. You have some cap issues. You're going to have a big issue coming up with DeJounte here about a year. Is there any way for you to know right now how many significant changes you think will be or should be made
1: um those are all areas that we have in mind but um, I also believe we have a pretty creative staff on how to best address those and um, to say definitively right now what that will look like I don't have that do you see existing problems now
2: with the team in terms of chemistry, fit what we want to do moving
1: forward uh, yeah I see growth areas for sure um, and those are Areas that I speak privately with the players about, collectively and individually. Um, so they're well well aware, I'm not just going to sweep things under the rug. I know you gave uh, Jeff a quote of like making this move is kind of lighting a fire
0: underneath the players. Why do you think that the players needed a move like Firing Nate to, to light that fire underneath them? Uh,
1: I think it comes down to a voice. I also think it comes down to my answer to an earlier question about how these decisions don't always happen in a vacuum. And that um, if they're unable to take ownership themselves, then uh, a move like this is sort of a new point at the end of the day. So um, whenever something like this does occur, it adds a different level of variability that we can get. So my encouragement to them and my belief in them is to respond well. Who did you not see as taking ownership? Sorry? Who did you not see as taking ownership? No, I'm saying collectively as a group and how they play. If
2: you don't mind sharing, what are some of the elements in the room of conversations that maybe you had with the current coach about the things that need to be addressed coming up under us?
1: Yeah, so I, I, I'll keep those private. Those are conversations that I only have with coaches and players.
2: Gotcha. Was this decision unanimous? a unique decision among management and ownership? Did everybody agree on this?
1: Ultimately, this came down to my decision. Like, at the end of the day. We have discussions about the why and have discussions about, um, you know, how to proceed going forward. But ultimately, you know, it was it was me that that made the decision that started this whole process. Back to the response of the players.
0: Obviously, you haven't seen them respond on the court yet, but what was kind of that conversation like with them whenever
1: you had initially told them? Uh, about the change in the coaching, okay. you're saying? Um, it was one where... They, they've been in this business, they understand, and they see it around the league. Um, for, for me, and the communication with, with them was just about this, these are moments where uh, we don't just place it on, on one thing or one person. Like, these are moments where we all have to look in the mirror. And what is it that you can own, what is it that I can own in this particular moment for us to be better? Um, but these are the moments that you do need in order to have some progression moving forward and so they understand what's what's been done they understand what the mandate is the objectives they understand too what i expect out of them
2: how, how can how can you say that um you are in terms of when it's looking for whoever the next guy may be the things that they hear or you know circulating throughout the league, whatever what happen in terms of things that they've heard about the folks throughout the duration of
1: uh, I'm not concerned because those will come up And a lot of that stuff I can't control And if they have questions you know, in that process If it gets far enough along I will absolutely address that head on And they can, they can hear from me